Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is AFL pre-finals week. It's not pre-season finals, but it is the final season. Well, it's post-season. It's post-season pre-finals. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week past. Well, I mean, for uh, most of the teams, a uh, majority, <laughs> this is pre-season. Um, and the highlight of the week for me is that uh, the past few years... Uh, it seems like North has chased every fucking bloke who uh, looked like he wanted to leave their current club. Yep. And mixed successes, I think it's fair to say. But uh, this year, it seems like Carlton are in that boat. I think it's generous to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Carlton, St Kilda. Yeah. yeah, those two guys are chasing every motherfucker. Um, literally 20 players have been linked with Carlton. Something like that too, but it does feel like um, for the first time, they Carlton doesn't need it. If you know what I mean? I reckon their list is it's not too bad. There's a couple of years off, but they've got a lot of talent at around the right age. I mean, they should have too, considering they've been going to the draft every year. Yeah, for, for, for donkeys and, yeah. uh, you know, plundering GWS's reserves. Yeah, they haven't had to give up a lot of talent too. Like I don't think uh, I can't think of many players that have left that have gone on to better things in the last few years. In Eddie the last Betts. few years, I'm going to say you go five years and beyond. <laughs> there's a shit ton. Yeah, yeah. In that uh, area, yes. But uh, of the last few years, I think they've actually managed to keep the good guys and the bad well, guys have sort of fucked well, off. Let's be honest. The last few years, the last five years, they haven't had anybody you'd want to take off their hands. Not not at any decent price. Like, no. If uh, Cruiser or Casbot said, oh, look, I'm looking to leave, and uh, you said, look, I'll give you a, a six-rounder. Uh, yeah, exactly. I've got a feeling Casbot might have been on the table last year and nobody bit, um, which is a bit surprising. Well, yeah. It's one of those, like, for the bright price, you'd have him. Yeah. But uh, if they wanted anything so for him, you'd probably like, eh. Your highlight of the week is you're on the uh, outside looking at the uh, uh, failed recruits as opposed to on the inside this time. Yeah, and um, there's been no expectation set. Because uh, in previous years, there's been the, the big buzz and, you know, obviously uh, a couple of years back, Dusty Martin, yep. which, in all honesty, like, you have to really do a lot right to get a, a quality player out of a side, yep. especially if there's no go-home factor. Yep. Um, so, you know, he obviously stayed and that was uh, that was on, always on the cards. Uh, last year, it was uh, Kelly. Uh, no, or, you thought or, it was Kelly. Before, Kelly. Last year was Gaff. Yep. And it sounds like he... I reckon he actually made the decision to leave and then changed his mind and probably did that three or four times. Well, that's what everyone was saying. Uh, and a big part of it was his suspension. He felt like he owed the club for it, apparently. Uh, fair and, enough. you know, that's all seventh hand, so you never really yeah. know what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But by all accounts, he was, he'd was he signed on the other line, he'd bought a house in Melbourne yeah. and then decided, fuck it, it's a real estate investment, I'm staying here. Which, you know, fair enough. Um, I think the, the big gets have been 
Pittard, actually. He's been the best quality get we've gotten for a while for the price. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you prefer Pittard over Pollock? In terms of what we're paying, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, bang for buck. Pollock's been great. I, I think he'll probably uh, finish in the top five in the uh, uh, Sid Barker. Yeah. But at the same token, though, like, I do feel like North knew they were paying overs for Pollock. But paying unders for Pittard. Yeah, yeah. He but- was uh, a 2016 All-Australian, and I think he was close to that in the last season. But anyway, the, uh, the whole point is that it's nice to be on the other side of the fence because yeah. realistically, every player we went for and missed, Carlton and St. Kilda went for as well. Yeah. yeah. Every single player. Just that we were in, we our hand was in longer. Yep. We went to the river and they uh, were out on the flop. Oh, you, you can throw uh, Longmire and Clarkson into that list as well. Oh, look, and any play, any team that needs a coach, you have to ask those sort of guys. Yeah, Clarkson's the first person you ask regardless. Well, you, he's got to say no. But North especially... Seeing as they're both ex-North players, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you, you trade on everything. Yeah, you, but, apparently they uh, during the reunion for the '99 uh, Premiership, they'll lean in pretty heavily on Longmire. <laughs> Why um, wouldn't you? Well, but that's part uh, of the gig. At the same time, though, I don't like him as a coach. I, I don't think they play exciting footy. Um, but, I wouldn't like him as a head coach, but if he was in the team as like a director of coaching, like they tried it with Malthouse and Buckley. Yeah, I think that could work because they'd already done like uh, Shaw and he had already done that up in Sydney. But I, I don't. I don't like Longmire as a game day coach. I yeah. don't think he's uh, he's exciting. He's not exciting. He's uh, dour, defensive, and look, he's won a flag, so it's yeah. worked for him. But at the same time, you've got to respect what Longmire's done, and that is he's had his worst season ever and got a contract extension. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Well done, champ. Well, I, mean, uh, I can't remember the last time they missed out on finals. Uh, it was. I don't think it was him it was at the helm. No, it would have been back when they were rebuilding under yeah. Ruse. Um but anyway, it, it is fun to see all this sort of thing happen. I think uh, Tip and Woody re-signed uh, yeah. last week, or so, which we all knew it's was always going to happen. happen. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think even the most optimistic North Melbourne supporter thought he'd be ever go to North. Or, or I think the Bulldogs were in the closest, and even that was kind of like, uh, look, we've got to ask the question, don't we? Yeah, yeah, exactly. you got it. Um, and that's fair enough. But Saints and uh, Carlton, are, they've busted out the checkbook. Uh, the busy money's on the table. Um, I'm not sure how St. Kilda are getting their bribes done, considering they're pretty much just in the hole for about $13 million. Yeah, they're always struggling financially. But, I mean, I guess they've always got some backers somewhere. You know what I mean? Every club's got those... Um, the coterie. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, obviously they're stronger at some clubs than at others. Yeah. Like, I think the coterie group runs Essendon um, a little bit. Well, yeah, uh, they're making all the money out of the pokies. <laughs> um, I, I do know there's a construction industry coterie group for St. Kilda. There you go. Um I'll tell you what, uh, they, they've they got very long-term investments in that. Yeah. Um, very, very long-term. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, that does, uh, you know, sort of gives a little kickstart to the off-season um, for those 10 clubs. But it is funny, the clubs that are still playing, like they're sort of like, yeah, we, we do kind of got something else to do first. Can we leave our contracts for just a minute? But, um, I mean, Tim Kelly's one, obviously he's getting talked about a lot. Well, the the wild part for me is that people come out and say, oh, he's, he's told them he wants to leave. I'm like, no, he hasn't. Yeah. Like, no player uh, in a final series is going to go to them, oh, yeah, by the way, guys, um... I reckon I might leave next year. Well, it's, like, you know, it's happened before. That has. And, um, I mean, geez, I can remember back into, was it 90, well, I think it was 99, when uh, Scott Welsh uh, said, no, nah, I'm leaving on the Premiership dais, um, which is fucking ambitious. But, <laughs> but um, well, I know, I'm, the reason I know it's happened is because Brad Hill did it um, at Hawthorne. He, he had a meeting with Ross Lyon in the middle of the year. And um, 
you know, he, he told yeah, the club before he went to it, but you yeah, know, different things. Got to leave that rabble. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's funny, on the way back, I'm surprised he didn't actually go to Hawthorne. Well, I mean, he hasn't gone anywhere yet. But no. I think that other clubs have offered more money than we can dream of. So. Jeez, it's like someone's pissing into an anthill, the amount of people that are fleeing Frio and Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Adelaide's, what the fuck is going on there? Like, And you don't know whether it's true. Um, everyone's on break, so it's all rumoured in you, and especially with the break between uh, game, like the regular season and yeah. finals. Well, but I've heard just about every player at Adelaide is up for grabs. Well... What we do know is that they've gone the external review route. And I think we spoke about it last week. I think they've done very, very well in who they've appointed for their external review because they've got people that are not inside the club. And that's the idea. Well, you have to. Yeah. Um, the external part. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that's going well. But yeah, there's a few players this year. I mean, um, their selections this year was brutal. You know, where Bryce Gibbs got dropped three or four times and Jenkins spent most of the year in the sample. Eddie Betts got dropped to the sample. Um, so they're going to make some decisions, especially since, you know, they missed finals by, um, well, a, a game and percentage um, with the oldest club, uh, oldest team in the uh, oldest list in the league. So you got to make some changes. But uh, It was weird. It seemed from the outside, discipline for the sake of discipline. A little bit, yeah. Like, I... Yes, because I don't know what they were looking for. Yeah, and then apparently Jenkins is talking to every bloody journo under the sun. Yeah. Um, and yeah. look, I think he's just an honest lad. I think he gets asked a question, he answers it, which is rare. Yeah, and by all accounts, he's heading to uh, Hawthorne if they don't get Patton, which to me, that seems a lock to get Patton. Yeah, that does. And do you want both of them? No. No. And I'm not sure we want Patton anymore either. No, it's a weird one. But I have faith in El Medico, so anyway. Well, yeah, Um, get him on the gas. So in the last week, though, we had the All-Australian team announced. Uh, We we spoke about that a little bit last week. Fucking Uh, shamozzle. Yeah, it's every year. There's like, you go, well, really, that one? Um, I reckon there's probably two or three changes I'd make. Um, The captain isn't one of them. I mean, I think it's such a non... Um, issue, but well, let's be honest. Buddy Franklin getting it last year is a bit more of an upset. I think so, and I think that's uh, left some residual um, sour taste in the Western Australia. But what I did like was it's just the one Western Australian newspaper that's uh, went with it for about four days that Shannon Hearn was vice captain, not captain. Yeah, um, it makes me think, what are they trying to distract everyone from yeah. over there? <laughs> I think they were just trying to fill column inches, and and also, you know, yeah. Fuck you, Fremantle, a little bit. Um, Who but, the fuck is buying papers anymore, really? I haven't bought a newspaper, I don't know how long. Yeah, Western Australians, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But what I do love is you could feel that they were disappointed that it, was, it wasn't it was a Victorian that got named captain because then they had the angle they wanted. Mm. Um, and that's the same with last year. I was like, ah, oh, it's Franklin. Why couldn't it have been Pendlebury? Then we could have something to talk about, you know, that it's all Vic Bias and that's the narrative they really wanted. Um now, uh, you'll say it, but nobody will uh, take you seriously because of your bias, but I do think Benny Brown was a little bit uh, a little bit robbed. Oh, look, and on the Reddit thread where they announced it, uh, there was a, a challenge to take a shot every time someone said Ben Brown got robbed, yeah. and 23 people died. died yeah. um, but he fucking did. I mean, you come second in the Coleman, to a, to Jeremy Cameron, who finished a fucking strong finish. Yeah, well, you can't but not But Cameron's a centre-half forward. Yeah. Uh, Brown's a full forward. Yeah. And, and you, you could argue that Tom Hawkins is more centre half forward than full forward too. Yeah, and the argument is Tom Hawkins has more Tom Hawkins has more goal assists. You're not fucking full forward then. Well, full he's forwards got, kick goals. He's got fucking Gary Ablett sitting next to him. Yeah, um, but but look, 
It, do, it doesn't matter. matter. I mean, like, it doesn't matter. But um, my objection with the All Australian is sometimes they do it on um, reputation. Reputation and uh, you know what he's deserved it over the last three years. Like no, 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 no. Yeah, that's it's bullshit. This year, buddy. Just uh, this year. Yeah, this isn't the Oscars. You don't get an even up. Yeah. And also, I think uh, they get the same as a Brownlow. People always uh, always want to be looked upon as knowledgeable. Yeah. And it's it's like the old saying, you know, no one got sacked for buying IBM. Right. Uh, no one got sacked for giving Gary Ablett three votes. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that gets into it a lot. Well, remember there was even that year, it was a couple of years ago, where Cameron Ling picked Joel Selwood. And you're like, really? And he went, well, I just couldn't imagine an All-Australian team without him. I'm like, well, your fucking, no, it's your job too. Yeah, that's no fucking excuse. And then somebody, I, I, this is why I remember it, because they said, what about Ollie Wine's numbers? And they went, oh, actually, I forgot he was in the squad. I'm like, mate, well, you shouldn't be fucking picking the squad. And he was still in the selection committee for another couple of years. But Cameron anyway. still in there this year. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. He should be. If you said that, he said that on fucking TV. Yeah, and I think when he's a, a top bloke. I don't. He's a terrible fucking footy pick. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure he is a good bloke, but he's not a good commentator and he's, no, he's not, not a good selection. Um, look, I'd, I'd buy a car from him. Uh, I don't want to listen to him on footy. Um, the NAB Rising Star was also announced. Um, uh, it's a slam dunk, isn't it? Well, Sam Walsh was always going to win, but it wasn't unanimous. Yeah, I found that wild. Uh, I think Connor Rosie got, uh, got the one vote. Got the... Um, the Kane Corns vote. No, Luke Darcy <laughs> he got it from. Luke Darcy uh, was on the All-Australian team too, and he fucked that up. So. I, I like how uh, Luke Darcy was the only one that didn't pick Sam Walsh as his five votes. Because you five, four, three, two, one, yeah. And uh, he put Sam Walsh's four votes and Connor Rosie's five. And he had an article the next day justifying his pick. And I thought, mate, the, fact that, that pre-written. the fact that you needed an article to justify should tell you what's going on there. But anyway. Yeah, I, I feel like much he, muchness. he just did that to have the article, really. Pretty he's, much. He's paid to get column views. And look... It, um, uh, he was going to win it anyway, Sam Walsh, regardless. So yeah. it just—I think if <coughs> I don't think anybody's ever been a unanimous rising star, so he could have been the first. Well, I don't but think anyway, anyone's sorry, had a, an opening season like that before. No, n- not that level of possessions. I either. mean, you can argue that all right, it's in Carlton and they didn't travel so well, but yeah. he was still out there, and he was still copping uh, a fair bit of body contact. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, Cripps is you know dragging their best tagger or best player away each week but you know, so is every other player on, on other teams you know he's a first year player who played every game that's yeah. rare I mean it could be a second year blue sort of thing where Cripps uh, I don't know pulls up sore or something and he gets the yeah. top tagger and yeah. struggles but you know we'll find that out and shit he's got uh, 10 years to figure it out exactly um, and the other thing that occurred during the week off um, when there's no footy was the the all-stars or uh, well they got the EJ Witten legends game EJX. EJX, yeah. Playing in the um, AFLX format for the first time. Um, yeah. Fair to say not that many people attended? Uh, no. And with the long shots they had, you could see the crowd. They tried to stack it on the broadcast <laughs> side, and it was still pretty dismal. Well, I mean, when you've got a... I think it holds 30,000 in the stadium. I yeah. think. Um, when you've got 15,000 in a 30,000 stadium, you can do things to make it look fuller. Yeah. When there's 2,000... Well, that's just one side... Doesn't matter. Would hold probably ten thousand, let's say the the broadside. Yeah. Well, do you reckon ten, that, ten, five each end? Do you think that they tried to organise it so they looked more, or did people just huddle together for warmth? Probably that, and I think uh, they probably just decided to close up the shops and have all the hot dog vendors uh, sit and watch <laughs> as well. I, I'm pretty sure there was a security guard for every three people. I, I reckon it was catered by Uber Eats. Like, guys, <laughs> just order in, mate. <laughs> the doors are open. <laughs> 
What about tickets? Don't worry about tickets. <laughs> a bucket of KFC pretty much sorted out half the squad. <laughs> um, i got to admit, like, I watched the whole game. I got a laugh out of it. Like, it. It wasn't a great spectacle or anything, but I got a good couple of laughs. The thing I remember most is that missed goal from uh, 30 centimetres out. Byron Cook? Yeah, managed to backheel it. Uh, yeah. And then Lingy dodged his tackle by <laughs> not doing <moving>. anything. <laughs> He, by stepping forward, like it's fair to say, he couldn't have played worse if he tried. If he pl- if he tried, it would not have looked as good. I feel like you could instruct, um, I don't know, an American pizza owner, pizza <laughs> dealer, pizza dealer. Fuck it, yeah, uh, pizza dealer on the nuances of Australian football. Uh, after you told him to put his gun down. Yeah. He would play better than Byron Cook did that day. At 39 years of age and haven't played a game for 21 years, I reckon I could play better. I thought you meant he hadn't played a game for 21 years. I'm going to say, geez, that's even worse. The only only way he hasn't played a game for 21 years is if he was 21. Yeah, this looked like a bloke who uh, couldn't recognise a football two out of three times. But I got a laugh out of it. Um, What I don't like is why go with a scripted finish again? Like, they've done it two or three times now and everybody knows it's scripted why why what are they trying to do um just have the game you could even see the players like mate we just want to get out of here why do we have to do this shit yeah i think uh it looked like that leading into halftime yeah. like like the players weren't told that no this isn't a two half game this is four quarters and they've yeah. gone oh fuck another shit. half another half yeah and i think i was a bit that watching it too i'm like another half these guys are cooked yeah I mean, everyone's throwing up other ideas of what they could do, but there isn't much else you could do because you can't have the teams that have already dropped out of finals. They can't play because they need the week off because it's in the contracts and mm. and they're all fucking pissed still. You can't do State of Origin for the same reason. Oh, fucking easy. Play the TSC Cup Grand Final. That's all you can do is the under-18s because you can't do the women's because they've all got VFLW and, and their local. Um, you can't do the state leagues because they got their finals coming up. Under-18s is about all you've got. Um, and if you want to, you know, make the draft actually interesting on draft night, then this is your chance to do it. You do a showcase game and you do profiles okay. on all the paper, uh, all the players as you go and uh, and talk to them that kind of stuff. But let's be honest, if that's broadcast on Friday night TV when AFL's on a week break. Yeah, nothing else is on. It. Yeah, yeah, like, Who's of course uh, and some young lad has a bit of a scream. You're like, fuck, he did all right. Get somebody like, it used to be Emma Quayle was the person you go to on uh, drafts, but now she's working for the Giants, so she can't. But get somebody respected to do a. <laughs> It'd be funny if she was there. She's like, oh, geez, he's had a good game. Oh, no, he's, uh, he's pretty shit. He's um, terrible. He won't go with our yeah, pick no, number five. I, I, I reckon uh, he'll be a fourth rounder at best. <laughs> but, um, get somebody who is respected and to do a, a rough draft order, and then you can actually have the players. He goes, look, we expect him to go, even yeah. if you do it in bands. I mean, say, we expect him to be a top five pick. We I mean, expect him to be a five to, uh, six to ten pick. You need someone pretty knowledgeable, someone who's willing to do the hard yards. Yeah, and, I'll do it, yeah. Yeah, I guess I, guess I can. <laughs> I guess, um, guess we can. I, I know that that is hard to get somebody because – you throw up any journo and somebody's going to go, oh, that dickhead. Um, but uh, Yeah, or that dickhead that I read every week. Yeah, whoever. It doesn't matter. Um, it, it could be Robbo or Damo. Or it doesn't matter how um, respected or not respected they are. You, you just need a point of reference. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'll do it. Um, and it'll be fun because I'll be like, oh, this is um, Dave Thompson. Uh, he actually got into football from uh, when he was a young age. He got in trouble for kicking a, a ram at his uh, farm. And uh, his old man took him out the football yard and he learned to kick by uh, kicking a, a stuffed sheepskin. Yep. And somebody like, is that true? I'm like, you've got no way of fucking finding <laughs> out. <laughs> Prove me wrong, bitch. So, yeah, go for it. 
Um, but I mean, I, at the same time, I don't get upset that it was on. Like, oh, I watch it for a laugh, but I'm not going to take it serious. And um, you know, it's for charity, whatever. But I don't think it's a disgrace. Oh, who cares? <laughs> but are you going to turn up to watch the fucking thing? I'll, I'll watch pop- it on TV. I'll, yeah, ne- look, I'll never go to it. I'll pop it on. But uh, yeah, I was never going to queue up for uh, going to the game, even yeah. though I, I do want to get to Amy Stadium. But I've I've been to a soccer game there, a league game. I saw Western Sydney Wanderers versus. The Melbourne team that isn't victory? What are they called now? City? Heart? Something? Uh, Melbourne United. United, are they? It used to be the Heart. There you go. They got bought out by Man United. No, Man City. They got bought out by Man City. Man City. Yeah. Anyway, that team. It was Melbourne City then. I don't fucking know. I don't know either. And uh, I sat in the... I took uh, my sons and we sat in the family area, so there was no drinking or anything like that. About eight rows off the fence and lovely. Great stadium to watch the soccer and really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I wouldn't go to an AFLX game there, though. No, and the fact they couldn't fill Marvel Stadium is kind of uh, to their detriment as well. No, I actually thought the move to Amy Stadium was a good idea because it's a square ground, and that's why AFLX is meant to be filling that void for places that only have square grounds and that kind of stuff. So on that side of it, I thought, good move, good try. Didn't work, but you had a punt. You had a punt. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I said, I watched it on TV, but if there was something else on, I, I would have turned over. Like, if the Ashes was on, I'm not watching it. Oh, if Spaceballs was on, I'm there. Yeah, probably as well. Um, that's the way it goes. All right, before we can only do previews of games because, uh, you know, I'm not reviewing the that game um, anymore. We've already talked about it. Um, but before we do that, we always go to Steve from Twitter um, with his question, question of the week. Um, and this week is a very simple one. It's, uh, it's good that Brenton's not here because um, his team's still playing in finals. Um, he just wants to know who you're rooting for to win the grand final out of the eight remaining left. So who have you got your emotional tickets on? See, I'm struggling with this because I kind of like um, uh, I kind of like Brisbane just for the, the come from behind story that yep. shit season. But they gave us a fucking touch up by cheating uh, early <laughs> in the season. So I'm off them. Uh, Essendon, I just don't like. No, Essendon's, um, Essendon's eighth out of... Actually, Essendon ninth out of the eight teams left. Yeah. In fact, if Essendon dropped out now and Hawthorne came back in because of some ped scandal, I'd be okay with it. Um, Eagles have already won one, so I'm not massive on that. Geelong, yeah, they're Geelong, don't care. Uh, Collingwood, I almost want Collingwood to make the grey final and lose again. <laughs> it's tradition. Um, yeah. Um, and then you've got the Bulldogs, and they've already won one in recent memory, and that'll do for their next 50 years. So I'm, I'm kind of stuck. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit the same. I, I like Brisbane because Hodge is up there, and if he gets five flags, I'm happy. Um, and you're, you're right, they went from five wins last year to, I think, 15 this year, and they're a good chance, but I think they've got another chance anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, and GWS and Richmond are the other two left, and yeah. Richmond have won one, and GWS, I don't know, they can. GWS is the other team. Yeah, I'd like to see GWS win, um, because if my team can't win, I want the least amount of people happy as possible, <laughs> um, and that's GWS. Uh, but I do think if if they are going to do uh, make it a mark in Sydney, they need success. Um and I think it is the best thing for the game that if GWS won it. However, I don't think they will. I just don't feel like they're threatening. No. And it is hard with the eight teams left. Like, um, you know, you try to think who can win. Not who's going to win, well, but who can win. I think, too, there's a difference between regular season footy and finals footy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it's far more physical. And, and the week break has changed it as well yeah. ever since it's happened. Like, I look at GWS and I think uh, Coniglio, uh, Tomlinson... Uh, Taranto, um, Kelly, Kelly, and Cameron—they walk into any squad. Yeah, if, yeah. If they're like, oh, and others, Lucky Whitfield has had a, yeah. an amazing season. Whitfield as well. 
Um, those guys are walking to any team in the league. It, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like You can be West Coast, and if uh, Kelly says, I want to come to you guys, they're like, well, yep. I've got the forms we'll, filled out, mate. We'll do something, yeah. Um, and yet, I don't see them as physically intimidating enough to feel like they're going to tear things apart in the finals. I think uh, it's between them and Essendon for the widest gap between their best and their worst. Iceland's know? far wider. Yeah. Um, I'd say. Well, I just I don't think Essendon's best is as high. Yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> but I think GWS, they, they can beat anyone on the day. Yeah. But they can't beat them up. And I think you need to have that in your repertoire uh, to win a flag. Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why they got Mummy back. And I think that shows how desperate they were for, yeah. for what they were missing. Um, but yeah, so out of the eight teams, who do you think can win it? Not won't or will, but who can win it? If I'm fair, Dick, all of them can. Yeah, really? Um, so you, Bulldogs can do it from one further position back because uh, they're coming to form just the right time. And yeah. Their midfield is, I don't know if it's under or overrated, but it's fucking good. Well, if you think all eight, I'll go the other way and I'll say who I think can't win it. And uh, Essendon is the only team I think can't. Essendon for starters. I don't think they can win it. Um, I, I just don't think they're good enough. Um, and, yeah. you know, um, especially when their first week is the Eagles over there, I think they're really going to struggle. Yeah, I don't see them beating the Eagles over there. Yeah. Um, I think... If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Collingwood can't, even though they're in the top four, and their first two finals will be at the MCG. Um, however, I said the same thing last year, yeah. and they were one kick away from it. Did you see the uh, the stuff on the video from Buckley from last year's grand final. Brilliant, yeah. Um, uh, which, I really want to dislike Buckley because fuck him, but he, he is a good bloke. He, it's The video you saw is off a doco called yeah. Inside, Inner Sanctum or something, which yeah. is on the ABC tonight. So it'll be on iPlayer by tomorrow, I reckon. Um, well worth a watch because it follows three players within the club. I read an article about it during the week um, and followed them through the season. And one of them was Jared Blair, who was on his last legs, and he got delisted mm. during this year. So... Um, it followed him, and they were actually in his exit interview 
when he was told he was going to be delisted. Um, so that's the kind of access that they uh, yeah. gave the guy. Um, so that'd be very, very interesting. Um, but yeah, back to my point is, uh, I don't, I didn't think Collingwood could win it, could win it last year either, and they nearly got there. So obviously, I was well, wrong within a kick. But, yeah, uh, and plenty of people argue they probably should have won it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, controversially, perhaps I don't think the Eagles can win it either. I think that they're. Um, I think they've blown their load. Well, they've got to win a prelim away from home, and I think, and that's got to be against you know somebody like uh, Geelong or Richmond or Brisbane. I think they're a better chance against Richmond or Geelong. I think Brisbane is going to be a very hard matchup for them over the Gabba. Up in the Gabba, yeah. Well, I I think I go the other way. I think that's their best matchup because um, Richmond at the MCG, fuck that. You know what I mean? If it's wet. If it's wet, especially, forget about it. Like, if it rains, I will not tip another, pick another side outside of Richmond. They just play better in the rain. I think if there's one squad that gets near it, it's the Bulldogs, just with their constant hassle and forward See, movement. See, that's it. Bulldogs are seventh, and I rate them higher than um, uh, Eagles or Collingwood. Sorry, rate them a better chance than Eagles or Collingwood. Um, and the, the fact that they've got to do it from seventh, and they're the only team that's ever done it from seventh, just means they're going to go, yep, we got this. Well, yeah, I'm just going to... Have a check on the odds. Check the odds. Is this is a real, if we're a real podcast, we've got to check the odds, don't we? Yeah, but since they don't pay us, you don't tell anybody who we're checking with. Um, and there's something else we'll update later on about that. Um, I don't think GWS can do it either. I think they're too flaky. They could belt um, GW, uh, Bulldogs this week and then lose next week. You know, um, they're that kind of side. Um, Richmond's obviously they can because if they're going to win it, they uh, this is their last trip interstate for the year. Um, actually, no. Well, it's their last trip in a state regardless. Um, because even if they lose, um, they'll play the next final at home. And if they win that, they'll play Geelong or Collingwood in, in a prelim, the MCG. Yeah. So this is their last trip away. Yeah, well, Richmond are the favourites. Yeah, of course they are. Um, followed by Geelong. For that reason. Collingwood, Brisbane. Uh, West Coast are sitting in uh, fifth. fifth of favourites. Then the Bulldogs, GWS and Essendon at the bottom. And Essendon, a long way from the bottom. Uh, well, Essendon are paying 67 so if yeah. you're an Essence supporter and uh, you don't like money, um, throw a grand on <laughs> don't, it. Don't, don't. Fuck it. Um, the thing with West Coast, though, is they could have Nick Nat back, uh, which changes their side. Uh, and for gives how them- long, though? Like for a quarter, half? Well, you don't know. I mean, you're not going to put him in if, unless you're expecting him to play uh, all four quarters. But if he breaks down again, you're down a man, aren't you? Well, if he breaks down again, he's he's got to consider pulling the pin. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, he's played, what, a handful of games in two years? Yeah, yeah. If it'd be less than ten, less yeah. than ten, um, which is fucking well, terrible. We might as well get into it there. So, um, uh, Steve, the the answer is really uh, Brisbane with a soft spot for GWS um, on who we're rooting for to win. Yeah, doesn't I'm, mean we think they will win, but that's who we're rooting. No, I'm, I'm leaning over GWS, even though Cameron did my boy Benny Brown dirty. You, you can't be upset with a bloke for having a day out like that. Yeah. Um, he didn't kick more than Brown in one game, so he left him that. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we'll go to the four games we are going to look at, um, which is the Eagles and Essendon first up on Thursday night over there. And I think you know, what we think is going to happen, we've already let slip a little bit. Uh, Essendon are taking a lot of injured players into this game as well, because so, it's their last yeah. throw of the dice. Um, I honestly th- see it being a bloodbath. This will be a tune-up for yeah. uh, West Coast. Yeah, cue in the rack in the third quarter. Uh, yeah, I think they'll they'll use a super sub. <laughs> um, Bring on Byron Cook from the AG, <laughs> EJX game. But, I mean, 
you know, it's a finals game and you never quite know. Essendon yeah. might get out the blocks big because West Coast have not started well in many games this year. Um, so if uh, Essendon managed to get out to a 3-4 goal lead in the first quarter, you know, West Coast could get a bit shaky. I think you know, there's a few people that are predicting an upset that Essendon can, but I think yeah. that's the only way they can. If they get an early lead... Um, they'll, you know, oh, we've got this, we've got this. Yeah. By the same token, West Coast have chased down a lot of early leads. Yep. Um, uh, they won't be intimidated in the home ground. Exactly. But if West Coast kick the first three goals, turn it off. Game's over. Yeah. And also I think of, all right, who do you need to take out of the game for West Coast to win? <laughs> and it's like, all right, got to take lot. out Kennedy, got to take out Hearn, got to take out probably Yo, McGovern, um, Oh fuck! Who else will take it? Petrocelli even tear the game up, <laughs> darling. Uh, darling. But even so, if yeah, but even there, like um, if um, darling and Kennedy don't have a big game, Oscar Allen's been having a good first year. He know? is, um, and he's reliable enough for a, a lead and mark. Um, yeah, they just they're too strong over the ground to drop this one. They're, they're um, the, the fact that the West Coast I think have lost the last two as well, two of the regular season, um, shows that they go, okay, we've got some tactics or some structures to sort out. They would have had, you know, the week off to go back and watch the tapes again and, and think about it again. And, um, you know what, we, we took Hawthorne too light. That's not going to happen this time. You know, we, we're going to take him um, serious. And this is our time to put our A game into, into play. To be fair, I think Hawthorne were a bigger threat in the finals than Essendon. I think out of the team yeah. that could have made finals, um, Essendon would be the second, you'd be second happiest. The happiest would have been Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. They're a, they're I, a fucking mess. I'd agree. Um, I think they were... But Hawthorne, a bigger threat, I still wouldn't have tipped them if they were playing West Coast this week. No. D- even though they beat them a week earlier. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Tip and Woody signed up to a three-year deal, so he'll have a shitter. <laughs> yep. The, the sign-on curse. Um, yeah. And the fact that, you know, they, they need Hurley to play and he's injured. And, you know, um, uh, I don't think Hooker's 100%. Um, Hurley's not 100%. Um, there's probably three or four others. Go, uh, Big Gumby. Well, Joel Danaher's done 110% apparently, so that's why they're trading him. <laughs> yeah, Joel Danaher. Uh, you, you can easily forget he's not on there um, in their side. He's but, gotten cut out for Sean McKernan. I mean, fuck me. You wouldn't have picked that two years ago. Yeah. And you wouldn't have picked Essendon fans being happy about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, but if they get a early lead, you know, um, Stringer can turn it on when he needs to, or Ratio. Um, that's another reason I like Essendon. <laughs> Stringer. Yeah. Um, you know, they can play exciting footy, but if, yeah, once they get behind, nah. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm coming out a bit hard at this, but they do play very attractive footy and they can be very fucking dangerous when they get a run. They played attractive footy against Bulldogs, 21 goals in a row. I found that attractive. Yeah, uh, pretty amazing. I've liked watching that too. <laughs> um, so I think that's a West Coast simple simple one. Yeah, um, you know, you never know your luck in the big city, but yeah. uh, the smart money's not on Essendon. This ain't it, Chief. Um, next is Collingwood and Geelong. Um, <laughs> I, I do like that Pendlebury put something out that, you know, it's, I'm glad we finished fourth and earned a home final. Yeah. Um, it, you kind of kind of got it, don't you? Yeah. I, like, I feel like Dane Swan nicked his phone and put that on Twitter. The thing is, um, I agree and it's unfair to Geelong. If I was in charge of the AFL, though, I'd make the same decision. I'd put this game on the MCG. Well, I mean, yeah, it's unfair, but... Business such such as life, mate. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I just I know that everyone can say the AFL is greedy, but I mean they need to make money. And my point of view is there's forty thousand extra fans are going to get to this game. Yeah. And look, if you go to the players, look, we'll play it down in Geelong, but you're all taking a fourteen percent pay cut. No. <laughs> uh, you'd have a few blokes going. Oh, hold on, hold up. 
I don't. Yeah. I'm not really on board. Now you might have guys like Dangerfield go, yeah, I'll take twenty yeah, percent. But you have other yeah, guys go, like whoa, 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 hang on, hang on, hang yeah. on. Yeah, the, the guys on the fuck you money yeah. are like, all right, well, I'll just. And the guys that just really need that flag to cement their legacies, like Selwood would take a cut. Yeah. Goes, no, no. Tim Kelly be like, fuck you, I'll, I'll <laughs> charge double. Cameron Ling, if he was still playing, like, no, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. This ain't what we're doing. <laughs> Boomer Harvey would cry. Well, yeah, and he wasn't even in the squad. <laughs> he just cried. He's like, I can't believe you guys are fucking giving up that money. <laughs> um, He's on raffle tickets too. He's like, these guys are suckers. I'm going to make something of them. What do you think about this game? Because it's going to be a very different Collingwood out there because uh, Degoe's going to be back. Stevenson's going to be back. Um, they do have their own injury uh, issues. Um, but uh, how, how do you see the game playing out? Oh, I don't like Geelong, but they can turn it on. Um, I think they match up really, really well. Um, I think Grundy, obviously... Like I say, there's one glaring omission to that. He is, he is the massive uh, ace, ace in the hole they've got. Um, but having said that, Hawkins is going to be best for, uh, forward on the field. Yeah. Um, side bottom versus Dangerfield is going to be interesting. Pendlebury and Selwood... Uh, little Master Ablett's going to be fucking tricky, but then so is Dugowie, and then you got Elliot throwing, uh, uh, Stevenson, sorry, um, running around the forward line. Yep. Uh, it, it really will start in the middle, which will give uh, uh, Collingwood a massive advantage. But converting those goals, I think, will be the hard part for them. Um, I'm, I'm on Geelong. Yep. But. It's going to depend on who gets at the block the fastest. Yeah, um, you know a lot of people. You do look at Geelong; they're the best, uh, highest scoring team by some margin in the AFL, and I think they're first or second for the defence as well. So on those measures, and they finish top of the ladder. On those measures, you go, yeah, well, of course they have. So you know that's why they're on top and, and that. But when you really look at it, though, out of the uh, seven other teams in the finals, uh, when was the last time Geelong beat a team that made finals? Off the top of your head. It's tough to guess, isn't it? Didn't they beat Richmond? Yes. Round 12. There you go. So that's what I mean. That was a long time ago. That's more than 10 games ago. But I think they were fucking savage by injury then too. Uh, who? Richmond. Richmond. Oh, well, they flogged them. They gave them an 11 goal hiding. Yeah. Um, but since that, you know, the other times they played teams in the finals, uh, the Bulldogs, they lost by 16. Um, and the Brisbane, they lost by one. So that's it. They haven't played the other teams in the finals um, in the back end of the year. They played them in the front end of the year, and things are different now. So we don't yeah. really have a gauge of how they're travelling right now. But again, I, I fall back to the physicality of finals. Um, I don't see a player on Collingwood's side that could open up Joel Selwood. Uh, I, I still think Joel Selwood's going to bleed, but it'll be himself. Of course, of course. Um, whereas I look at like uh, Dangerfield's, you know, for all the criticism of him, he is pretty hard at the ball when he wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh um, no no no. He he is hard on the ball. Uh, his his possessions are pretty fucking high. Yeah, he can play. Yeah yeah. His problem is uh, what he does with the ball sometimes because um, he has a sixty meter kick, but he doesn't have a good forty meter kick. Yeah. Um, and then Hawkins will just rip players in half. Yeah. If he gets on on a bit. Um, and then you got Duncan as well. And yeah, yeah they got they got guns everywhere. Um, I, I just feel like they've got more more mature bodies, whereas Collingwood. Seem to be a much more quick style side, which yep. is, you know, fantastic too. Uh, and they do play very good looking footy when they're on. Absolutely. Speed kills when it yeah. comes to Collingwood. But I think uh, in the crash and bash of a finals footy, it works against you. Yep. Um, and especially 
I feel like they will be mentally fragile this game. If they win this, I feel like they'll have put last year's demons to rest a bit yep. and they'll be like, all right, we had a fire on. But I think if Geelong just start getting in their heads a bit and just saying, lads, oh, you were a goal away last year. Yeah. You're much further away this year. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to tip Geelong as well. Um, for a lot of what you said, like especially the weakness down back um, with Collingwood is made worse because Darcy Moore's not 100%. You know, we don't know how he's going. You know, in his return game, he dragged himself, you know, after halftime because he was worried um, about how his uh, hammies are going and stuff like that. Yeah, that was bizarre. Like, to me, if you're dragging yourself, it means you're probably fucked. Yeah, but I mean, he's missed with hamstrings three times this year, so... In fairness, it was the back end of a not super meaningful game. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, they still needed um, to finish... In, uh, in in the top four, I mean, it was Essendon, but Essendon, you know, gave it up to him, and it was still, you know, in contention in the final quarter. But um, I, I do see that the um, the defensive half for Collingwood has been their worry, and that's why I think Geelong will be experienced enough. Um, but you know, underrating Collingwood didn't work so well last year. No, that's fair. Um, clearly, the best final is going to be on Saturday afternoon with uh, Richmond. Uh, sorry, uh, oh, that's Saturday night, is it? Oh, I've got it back to front. Um, all right, well, we'll do GWS and um, Bulldogs next then, which is the Saturday afternoon game. Um, it's a interesting one because Bulldogs have almost the best form running into finals. Oh, I would say the best. Uh, besides Richmond, um, you know. Uh, mm. And the Giants, their best is brilliant. And their worst, you just go, mate, how can you play that badly with that, that side? Um, at the start of the year, you would have said Giants are one of the best midfields in the comp. Bulldogs right now are fucking killing that area. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fair to say. I would say um, GWS has a bit more depth, but McRae, Bontempelli, uh, Dunkley, Dunkley yeah. those three all-Australian level. I, I know uh, Dunkley and McRae didn't get a nod. Yeah, but they could have. They, you could argue they should have. Yeah, yeah. You put a couple of different people in the voting committee, and they're in. I mean, the the neg point of that is that all right, if you can stop one or two of them, the game falls apart. Yeah. But if and and they're much more goal kicking uh, as well, a threat on the scoreboard, especially Bontempelli. I mean, Bontempelli's probably six inches taller than any other midfielder. Well, not that much, but going around, but um, he can go rest at full forward quite easily. Um, and he does it all. It does, yeah. Uh, even though he has that laconic style that uh, I, I like so much. And again, talking about the um, hard at it finals and physicality, Libba, he, uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's only got one leg these days. Yeah. But if there's a bloke that loves the knuckle yeah. uh, more than him, or, or Conor McGregor. Lo- loves the dirt and the teeth type of uh, game. You know, he, He's not scared to go hard at it. Yeah, well, there's certain players where you can be like, oh, that's ungentlemanly. Yep. And uh, he'll be like, yep. Um, was. Now, obviously, the Giants have got uh, Cameron up forward, um, and they got better years out of Himmelberg and Finlayson than anybody would have expected, and that makes yeah. it a very potent forward line. Um, but they're not massive contested marks forwards, and they're the ones I feel that worry the Bulldogs more. They are extremely mobile and uh, on the lead, and I feel like you know, if you put a, a Tom Hawkins up there, that's more of a worry for the Bulldogs than um, Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, he's, he's not a bad contested possession, but that's not his bread and butter. Yeah, exactly. He's a run them off their feet um, uh, type of player. Yeah. Not a um, stand, kick it to me, and I'm going to shove everybody in the face and get it. 
Yeah, which is the Hawkins style, like stay yeah. home sort of forward. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, Heath Shaw is going to again try and anchor down that back line. Yep. Uh, if he has a good game, he could really set up the play beautifully. Yep. But it's going to it's going to rest a lot on him. Um, I, I tell you who it rests on. It, um, the Giants cannot win without Toby Green being best on ground. I'll make him captain again. <laughs> they should. He should be their captain. You know, um, coming up. Phil Davis is probably going to want to hand it over sooner or later um, as he gets on uh, in age. But uh, um, yeah, I can see a lot of reasons to have Toby McGreen uh, as the captain there. Um, yeah. Um, this is a tough one. Uh, I, I I kind of want the Giants to have success. Yeah. But a loss here means they're done. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and it's one of those ones where it could literally go either way so quickly. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're going to get a lot of tip for tat. I think it's going to be a team gets a three goal run on, then a two goals back, and then yep. a two goal, and then a three goal, and the five goal run or whatever. Um, Having said that, you remember the Giants put 50 points on Collingwood in the first quarter this year um, at this ground, too. Yeah, we're well, looking at the last three matchups the teams have had. Um, they only played once every year. Uh, the 2017 match, oh, they played twice then, but it was. Giants by 50, and then the next one was um, Giants by 80, and then the Bulldogs won the last one by 60. So, yeah, not close games. <laughs> no, I mean, before that, there was only a couple of points difference. Yeah, but, and um, the prelim final, obviously, that um, uh, the Bulldogs won up there in uh, 2016 when they won their flag. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they, finals form. It's funny, uh, they've got it as round 26. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so, who are you tipping then? I have to go to the Bulldogs. I mean, I. I want GWS to win, but I think the Bulldogs are just hungrier and harder. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and I think that um, the greatest strengths of um, the, the Giants is, is their midfield, but I feel like right now, especially with you know injuries, um, Caniglio, we don't know if he's playing, um, and Kelly has just come back from injury. Well, Caniglio just re-signed too. So, it's seven uh, years on. So, yeah, yeah. so he'll have a shit game. Shit game, yeah. So I think the Bulldogs um, in, in that respect. Um now, the best game of the, of the uh, first week of the finals, though, is Brisbane and Richmond on Saturday night. Um, obviously, uh, Richmond did a little number on them um, in the final week down at the MCG, but it's a different ball game up at the Gabba um, with that sold-out crowd um, and the whole whole uh, city behind them now. So we've uh, tipped the same the whole way through here, but I think I'm breaking with, I think, uh, Brisbane. Yep, I, uh, Extra time. Like, this one, I just... I, I can't think of a reason um, for either team to really run away with it. Um, I'm just thinking that the way this year's gone, that upsets happen, the fact that Brisbane lost the last game makes me think they're going to win this one. <laughs> so we might actually be on the same page tipping there as well. I think Brisbane might win it. Um, yeah, well, actually, looking at the results, they haven't beaten Richmond since 2016. There you go. Um, um, it's been... Richmond twelve ten to eight seven. And it's not going to be the same game that it was um, two weeks ago. For starters, like MCG is different. Um, that's one thing. It was raining as yeah. well. Um, Richmond were on top before the rain came. Anyway, um, but I think that uh, Brisbane now have got okay. We left a couple of tool, tricks in the shed. We can change yeah. things up now. Charlie Cameron is not going to be that quiet twice in a row. Um, Dylan Grimes is a great matchup for him, um, uh, brilliant as he was, but I don't think you're going to keep him as quiet and as in, um, ineffective two games in a row. I also think the height they've got in their forward line with uh, Big Oscar is going to be a problematic. And uh, Martin 
he is a strong motherfucker. Yes. Uh, I'd say he's probably the strongest ruckman going around. I'll give you that. Yep. And I, I, I see him manhandling motherfuckers. But um, Toby Nankivers is likely to come back in, and he's in good form. He is, and fair kick, play to him. But Kick the winner in the VFL. I think Nank will do more around the ground, which... Yeah. Uh, which is what you need him to do. Hasn't always been his forte, but he's more than handy. It's, who's the second ruck for Richmond is going to be a big question for them because, uh, you know, they've gone with Soldo um, a little bit in the back end of the year. Um, but also, um, oh, geez, I've just gone blank. What his bloody name is? The Sudanese guy? Yeah. Um, who's got the, you know, the tiger design on his fucking hair. Yeah. Um, um, Ma- Marboy Chow. Um, Mag- Mad Jack Yeah. I, I much prefer Chow. Um, because I think he's actually a really good user of the ball, and I think he provides more threats around the ground than Soldo. I think he doesn't try to be too clever. He just see player, yep. hit player with ball. Yep. Like, it's not. Uh, it's not it's rocket like science. Yeah, he's um, not trying to step people or fake them out. Although he does, he does done that. He does it quite well. Yeah, but at the same time, when he sees a forty meter pass, he goes for the forty meter pass. Yeah, you know, he's not scared of it either. He's not trying to do too much, but he's not trying to, well, I better handball. Let somebody else yeah. take care of this. He doesn't let the options overwhelm him. He just finds a good one and goes for it. So, I th- like, if Richmond wins, I won't be surprised. But oh, no. I am tipping Brisbane as well. Um, I, I just think that the emotion and the, the crowd up there is really going to get um, them over the line. And, and I think that they're smarter for the loss last week. If they won last week against Richmond, I'd actually tip Richmond this week. And that's yeah. the way this season's gone. I think they'll have such belief as well. Yep. Like, uh, looking at when they uh, played in 2018, uh, Brisbane kicked two goals five to Richmond 16-14. Yeah. Um, they'll remember those games. Uh, and that will just be an absolute sting in their yep. butt. And uh, they didn't have Lockie Neal then. Oh, he goes all right. Yeah. Um, his 50-odd touches last week, it wasn't a bad game. Uh, you know, um, I reckon he'll have less touches this week and be better, though. Yeah. Um, bloke can play. Carney. All right, that'll do us for the first week of finals. Yeah, look forward to seeing you there. That's it for four four games. There'll be two games from here on in. Yeah, see ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.